Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late to fire Jay Gruden's ass at 5 in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football. The only show that records live from the NFL concussion tent. I am Dan, 10 sacks hard again. With me as always, a man who is now praying for Tyreek Hill's health and prosperity, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it's been rough, but we have our people coming back. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, Joined with another man who personally packed Jay Gruden's bags and drove him to Dulles Airport, Washington fan Jamel Johnson. Jay, I love you. If you want to hang, it's karaoke night um, at Hyperion Public tonight. Come through. And please welcome our guest. He ran for governor of Ohio in 2018, Cleveland Browns fan, Travis Irvine. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's start things off the way we always do. Danny Solomon, what would you hate about watching football this week? Well, you know, I kind of prefaced last week talking about the week after a loss and how shitty that can be when you lose all of your connections to football because you can't stand to watch one second of the coverage. And that is now where we are. I have lost and I feel the loss deeply and now I have nothing to watch. I've been listening to music again and it sucks. But what I have noticed is that these hot takes are finding their way into my feed you know, onto the YouTube recommendations list. They're all over the place. You can see the hot takes. Even if you don't click on the video, it still says Skip Bayless goes off on Patrick Mahomes, right? These hot takes, this whole hot takes factory that we have going on in football, that is the problem. It's the Fox News of football where you have these people who are paid to piss you off. That is their whole job is they have to say something that disagrees with the commonly held knowledge that we all have about the facts of how good or bad teams are. There was that there was mm-hmm. that video they made of Skip Bayless arguing with himself over <laughs> Aaron Rodgers being both shitty and the best quarterback of all time. Everything there, opinions are just too fast. It's just how you know that is it's it's part of the outrage machine that extends into politics as Travis knows being a political man. And, you know, the, the the one thing that I saw, and this was actually last week, so I'll give Skip Bayless credit for, for seeing the future on this one. And he is not the only offender, by the way. There are a bunch of other assholes out there, but Skip is obviously the most easy one to pick on. He said this was his hot take after Patrick Mahomes went and scored that winning touchdown drive in Detroit. He said Pat Mahomes wasn't as good of a leader because after a video he saw of Pat revving up his guys before that final drive, he said his voice was too tinny to be an effective leader. 
That was his take. And it was just, I, I believe it was just designed to piss me off. And that is the point. You cannot, you cannot watch those things. It's you, in the same breath as you're telling your old grandfather not to watch Sean Hannity. You need to not click on Skip Bayless, Chris Carter, and all the other dickheads who oh. come out there with their shitty hot takes. Colin Coward. If I see Colin Coward in the street, I might put Colin, hands on him. Fucking Colin Coward. I might actually touch that man up. And so that is my hot take for why I hate football this week. Travis Irvine, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Well, I hated it made my friend Danny so upset. <laughs> That's what made me so upset. The outrage yeah. machine made my friend outrage. I went over to hang out on Sunday, have a good time, watch a 4-0 team, slaughter whoever the hell they were playing. And me and Danny were going to have a good old time like we did a few weeks before when his fantasy team was doing great and his actual reality team was also doing great. And then you know what happened? Mahomes gets injured. Skip Bayless starts yapping. (laughs) And then Danny's upset. And then I got to come in here and do this podcast and tell you guys that I'm a fan of a team that's always sucked, the Cleveland Browns. Everyone was like, oh, maybe they'll be good this year. They're not. Our quarterback's too short. He can't see anything. He's got to run away anytime big fat guys are running at him. And that's been our reality uh, for this season and every other season since I've been alive. And that's why I hate football. But I do like hanging out with my friends. That is the uh, the duality of man. To be fair, you knew even if I was even if my team was winning that I would be stressed out. That's just the kind of yeah, because of the fantasy stuff. Yeah, I'm just. I, I feel things too deeply, and that's my problem. But you, you're a man after Jamel's own heart right now because Jamel is in the same boat in a lot of ways, saddled with a team that he doesn't love. Well, I mean, his team's also referred to as the Red Yeah, it ain't which, the same boat. Which this might, is, it's a slightly different it's boat. It's a different boat. My you guys just team, represent a color. Right. You guys just represent a color and a crayon well, box. Well, we, we also have a baseball team. I know it's a different podcast entirely that we'll do in the spring. It's probably yeah, good yeah, that, the, that yeah. Cleveland weren't named the Brown Skins. That would have been really – That would have been interesting. That you would gotta, not have aged well. you got to think that's probably somebody pitched it like that originally. Yeah. If I knew anything about Cleveland, some guy was like, yeah, how about this? And then they were like, <laughs> so a lot of Brown Skin guys on the team. Let's just uh, <laughs> go on the Browns. <laughs> Jerry, please sit down. Jamal Johnson, what did you hate about watching football this week? Well, besides all of it, uh, a few specific things. Uh, the Patriots as an organization, uh, a label and a crew. Obviously, everyone knew we were going to get destroyed. But for them to lose in a way that specifically sucked my time and affected me fantasy-wise was insane. I have I pick up Philip Dorsett for this week only. He's going to kill us. The man doesn't even play. They don't have him on the injury report at all. He got ten targets the week before. The Patriots don't need to tell us anything. They don't need anybody to be officially listed a starter except for Tom Brady. They're going to win. And it's gonna break your heart. And the defense didn't even, they didn't even pick off. There was no pick sixes. Come on. It wasn't exciting enough. Second thing I hate about football, generally, the length of the game is far too long. It's far too long when you add in TV timeouts every fucking timeout. Every eight minutes, we have to stop for four minutes and look at the Bud Light night. Mm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Preach. Jesus Christ, let, let me finish the fucking game. 
Well, now the Bud Knight is getting cucked by the Bud Knight Platinum. Yeah, they have a fucking cuck storyline <laughs> in the ads. In the ads. And I have to watch the whole thing play out over the course of a, like a goddamn Lions game. That's crazy. Who knew this Budweiser Camelot thing would have such legs throughout the years? Yeah, once once Dilly Dilly hit, there was no way around <laughs> right? it. Oh but why is it even? Why are there even two halves? Let's just make the two quarters longer. Call them shits half because the first half of a football game doesn't matter at all. I can't think of anything that matters less than the first half of a football game. How many oh and whatever the fuck teams have you seen look fine for a half, and then come out of the locker room? And fucking forget how to put their pants on right. <laughs> Over it. Yeah, it is crazy when you see those uh, those afternoon games bleeding into the night game, and you're like, "How is this game five plus hours long?" They just it seems to be happening every week now. Oh, it's when it's like when they say All the we're, reviews. We're, we're preempting sixty minutes. If you were here expecting to see sixty minutes, like who the fuck anymore <laughs> expects to see sixty minutes at its regu- regularly scheduled time? It's never going to happen, 60 Minutes fans. I'd like to see a football game that's 60 minutes. Boom. Right. Roasted. Okay. Uh, What I didn't like this week was – did you guys – I'm going to open this up to the the floor here. Did you guys see Ellen in the the owner's suite sitting next to George W. Bush? I didn't dislike that, by the way. That's fine. Rich people are going to hang out with rich people, power people. You know, I don't think Ellen and George Bush went to the game together. I think they just were assigned a seat. They happen to be next to each other. I think they're dating. That would be nice. I mean, it's <laughs> a hot couple. That's a, that's a very hot couple. Um, I was watching the game, and you know, as we all do, we scroll we scroll Twitter while we're doing anything, let alone fucking just watching football. And the re- reaction is insane. People were furious with Ellen. Um, they want. They're just like, how could you sit next to that man? You, I don't know what they want. Do they want him somebody? Do they, did they want Ellen to slap George W. Bush in the face? Oh, that'd be great. Is that illegal? Can you slap the ex president in the face and get away with it? I think you're allowed to slap. Maybe not like you know attack and tackle. Right, that but a quick slap. Yeah, you definitely can't. You can't slap, but you can jostle. You could put two hands on him and kind of shove. You could pass. I would block. do a one handed. You could pass block a former Secret president. service moves quick. I Gerald could, Ford. You could bully. You could straight up bully Gerald Ford. Well, yeah, that one was easy. You could you either. shake Jimmy Carter? Could you just? Yeah. He's so fragile. He's ninety eight years old. You start, he's ninety five. Ninety five. Start shaking him, and peanuts start falling out of all his yep. pockets. Dude's still building houses. <laughs> you know, he, he can stand a shake. But yeah, Ellen in the. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It, like I don't know, the reactions was just overkill. It's still feeling. I woke up this morning and people are furious at Ellen. Be furious at Ellen for a myriad of other reasons. She's she's an seem like a good person. Mm-hmm. She's a known Hollywood Who asshole. Cares if she sits next to the somebody lost, at a fucking sporting event. She seems like a predator in the in the days of Me Too. I'm just saying. She's like sixty something. She's always got a hot young lady Ooh. friend. That's true. Oh. She, that's what I think. In fact, I think this all goes back to Jeffrey Epstein, who <laughs> you guys may remember eight weeks ago was the only news. And uh, George W. Bush, Ellen, known customers. And the oh, you know what's funny is the only thing, the only stuff we've heard about since Jeffrey Epstein is more stuff that's like, yeah, so he was clearly murdered. But that just gets, it gets <laughs> right. shelled for all this impeachment stuff. Oh my Screw gosh. impeachment. Let's find out about Jeffrey Epstein's murder. That's what I want. Did you see all the Trump 2020 ads running during the games? Yeah, during the yeah. games. Wrong push this weekend. It's smart. I hate to say it. It's the smart. The same people it's he really said, smart. stop watching this game. 
go do something else. Now I'm also going to troll you by saying, I know you're still well, watching, and fuck you. But I think he got what he wanted from the NFL, and that is no more dudes kneeling yep. during that national they anthem. They're they doing capitulated, it, but the yeah. cameras are elsewhere. Well, and of course, as I was explaining to Danny over the weekend, this is all because the Department of Defense allots millions and millions of dollars to the NFL to do patriotic stuff, flyovers with planes, jumping out of the planes with the parachutes, Loot the service. national anthem, all of it. And and if you take away that money, like Colin Kaepernick, that's why they that's that's why they were so upset with Colin Kaepernick because he threatened that sweet sweet DOD money. Oh man. I gotta get my hands on one of those um, uh, military hoodies before they uh, discontinue because <laughs> yeah. those are cold. Those are very cool. <laughs> I don't fuck with the troops at all, but them hoodies. <laughs> woo! Just cancel one Blue Angels flyover and give the contract to Cap. Yeah, let's just call it a truce. I mean, literally, the NFL is running out of quarterbacks right now. I feel like every quarterback I've loved in my childhood is is you know. Breaking his knees at this point. Yeah. All your childhood favorites are activists now? Well, no, they're not activists. Oh, yeah, but they they have to kneel because they can't get up. Like Ben Roethlisberger oh, is just like, Argh. oh, poor baby. Yeah. You know, I, you know, this isn't a political show, but, you know, while we're while we're on the subject, Danny uh, put together a list, or we all came up with something. Um, you know, the Dem debates are coming up. Is it this week? Dem debates are, are in a couple weeks. October fifteenth. October fifteenth. So it is next week in sunny Columbus, Ohio. And also, uh, you know, shout out to Travis who has been involved in the political system for a long time. Ran for mayor, ran for Congress, and then most recently as the Libertarian candidate. Actually, seen on some graphics. Yes. Of the Ohio race, of course, getting under three percent. But still represented on the graphics, so very yeah, over two, yeah, very two percent, right at two. Two is yeah. not bad. That's around what Tom. Oh Steyer no, I'm over for getting. three. I'm over three. Please give I, the man his respect. Please. He's lost three elections. I have never won. Uh, but Hardigan's right. We decided we wanted to do a little salute to the Democratic debate, going through each of the candidates and who might represent them in the NFL. So this means we're comparing. Democratic candidates to NFL teams. You know that sounds fun. And we're going to start <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious one, Joe Biden as the New England Patriots. Yeah. It's so obvious, it's clear he's winning despite no one wanting him to. He is that fucking death star that just keeps on rolling. The poll numbers never go down no matter what kind of shady shit he's up to. Uh, he can't you know, remember how many championships he's won at this point. He, it doesn't That's even true. matter to him. He has all the rings he needs. He's just doing it for pride. He's got the Obama endorsement, which I guess we sort of we likened to the Antonio Brown pickup until that fell apart. But you could say you could say that it's kind of falling apart. Right now on uh, on on Joe Biden, everybody's thinking that that's all he's got is the Obama endorsement. So, you know, he he just has that vibe of inevitability that right. the Patriots always have every year. How about their both of them have fuck up kids? You have Hunter Biden <laughs> getting into God knows what in the Ukraine. You have Stephen Belichick who is spying on the Bills before oh, yeah. the game. Yeah, what? McDermott had to shoo Stephen Belichick, coach's oh, son, off of the practice field while his guys warmed up. That. That is Hunter Biden all the way. Legal, oh. but shady. China, if you're listening, please investigate the Belichicks. <laughs> and Ukraine, too. 
All right, so let's uh, let's move on. We got uh, some less obvious ones here, I would say. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Now that's a clear and obvious, uh, you know, front runner candidate. But it's not as obvious which NFL team we got. However, I think we talked this out, Jamel. We t- we really hammered this one down. We believe Bernie Sanders is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to say the Ravens, and that's out of respect. An organization that's always around, you you want to see them, and, and and when you see them, they look good out there. It's the bet the better Harbaugh is coaching them, <laughs> leading them, giving good speeches that make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always good. Um, what else? Uh, the fan base, nicer white guys, the slightly polite, oh, yeah, nicer, yeah. rabid Bernie, Bernie Bros. The Bernie Bros. Yeah. Rabid, <laughs> but a little, you know. They'll hit a blunt with you, but they're not going to ask to say the N-word. They're only thinking it. (laughs) They're really thinking thinking it. You know, they all kind of got the same hat on. Every white guy in Baltimore has the uh, two-panel Orioles hat. It it comes with, once you hit 30, you get that, and you get a porno mag from Royal Farms. Mm. Yeah, you get the natty bows and you're set up. And they're you know they're trying the different game plan. You know they're going with this running quarterback. They're doing the run first. They're but then they're taking the deep shots. They're trying things. Bernie Sanders wants to make big structural change. I think that's what the Ravens are trying to do in the league. And you know they and and fuck man, if they had lost to Devlin Hodges last week in overtime against the Steelers, they would have had a fucking heart attack. I know Ravens fans would have had a, a Sanders style cardiac event. Hi yo. So let's move on. I'm just going to run in. Can I just throw one in right now? Throw one in? Yeah, of course. I'm going to do this one real fast. Cowboys, Andrew Yang. Oh, yes. Because yeah. they are, they're what? just trying to throw money at every problem they have. There's, that's their solution. Throw e- money at it. Each fan gets $1,000. Everybody gets millions yeah. of dollars. Dak, Zeke, uh, fucking Amari Cooper. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Um, they're more concerned with their brand than actually winning. I don't think the Cowboys – Think that they're gonna, or maybe they're delusional enough. Is Andrew Yang delusional enough? Does he's he delusional. think he's gonna yes. win? Yes, um, yeah. all my friends who support Andrew Yang are very delusional, <laughs> and they're in it to win it, baby. And they just got shellacked at home. I was gonna say them getting shellacked was Yang's plan to uh, just have people move to higher ground. Oh, he's sorry. like, <laughs> I love that part of his platform. Yeah, they're like, what do you think about global warming? He's like, hey, we already lost. Uh, it's already happening. Yeah, let's just all move to Montana. Julian Castro. That was a tough one. Yeah, you know, another guy who's like, we see this in a positive way. He's sneaking up on people. You're not really sure if he's good or not. He's always up Biden's ass. You know, he kind of wants to throw. He, you know he wants to throw a dildo at him. Mm-hmm. If he could, he would. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everybody knows he can't really beat Biden. So what's the cop? I mean, the, oh, the cop is the Bills. Absolutely. Le Buffalo Bills. The Bills, you're right. Same division as the Patriots. Right around there. They're trying to throw the bomb. They're trying to compete, but they just can't. Yeah. Aren't Aren't the Bills really good right now? Yeah, they are. They're good. I mean, people like Julian. Yeah. Oh, he's People like him. People like him. Likeable. You just know that that he can't get over the hump. It's not weird when he speaks Spanish. Right when Beto or Cory Booker starts speaking Spanish, I'm like, hey, hold on, let's yeah, take it what, easy. Let's see what Julian thinks. I do. I, nothing I like more than their own uh, Spanish off. Yeah, that first <laughs> one when they went for the Spanish off. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a lot of fun. And then Castro's just giving them death eyes, like, um, <laughs> however you say, excuse me in Spanish. Also, Julian will jump through a fucking table on fire. 
that is the kind of guy he is. He just led uh, a group of LGBT refugees across the border. That's basically like jumping through a table. That is like jumping through a table. That's a political table. <laughs> and Hardigan, you had one. You had the Beto comp. We were t- we just brought up Beto. He was mentioned, so yep. he has to have his rebuttal right now. Beto had all the hype in the world. He became too self-aware, and then you see him go out there and flop. And you know, Travis actually should take this one. This is. Are you, com- are you comparing him to Baker Mayfield? A little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, it looks agree. good I on mean, paper. W- well, I would say the Browns are more of like a Tim Ryan because Tim Ryan is literally <laughs> from that area and his Twitter picture is him wearing Browns gear. Well, and it's just yeah. like, oh, another white guy. That's fun. <laughs> what do you do again? What makes you different? And then it's like, yeah, there's a lot of hype, not a lot of follow through. Mm-hmm. Poor Beto. All right, so let's roll through the last few. We got Pete Buttigieg. We comped him to the Los Angeles Rams. We thought – you know, that's, yeah. this is a pretty good comp here. You got the new young head coach starting a revolution of this new generation taking over the NFL. They're totally loaded. It seems like he's got everything you need. He's got the great speaking voice. He doesn't get rattled easily. He's got good takes. His policies are, you know, enough to get you through on defense. And the the fact is it just feels like he can't quite get the job done with such a stacked resume. You know, he's he's – in the military, he's also a young guy. He's also a liberal, but he's not too progressive. It felt like he's he's got all of the moves. He just can't put it together. And, you know, his his ideas seemed innovative at first, but it's already become played out, just like the, the Rams offense. Goff just can't lead him all the way, and that's Chastin Buttigieg. You know, he's, <laughs> he's the rock, but wow. he's just not holding up his end. I think we all feel that way about Chastin. Uh, well, I would agree, and... Furthermore, Buttigieg has that Wall Street money behind him in the same way the Rams have the referees behind them if they get into the playoffs. Shit. Shout out to the fucking NFC championship game. Uh, We had Seahawks as Cory Booker. We had Cory Booker, Seahawks. I feel like that's pretty simple. Celeb girlfriend. You got Russell Wilson and Ciara. You got... You know, Corey holding it down with Rosario, I believe, yeah. still. I don't know. Are they still together? I mean, to be fair, she was dating Eric Andre. And Corey Weird. Booker swoops in. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's gay. And then he turns out not to be. He steals Rosario from our good friend Eric Andre. I won't have it. That's It is tough. And, you know, they're, they're, they're doing well, the Seahawks, but they're also kind of running back the same thing they did in 2013 during the Obama years when they won – the entire thing now they're trying to do it all over again the exact same way stingy defense holding it you know putting it all on russell in the running game that's kind of what Corey's doing he's just trying to run it back and they're good but they they just won't be there at the end uh jamel you had a good one for kamala oh yeah man the bears those bears got that lockdown defense locking it down like kamala yeah locking people up there's some flaws in their system we got some obvious flaws Mm -hmm. to work out the offense is rough man those bad jokes she tells that is crazy bad and i don't understand it because she seems like she's she's got a great thing going she seems like she's got a great energy and then she throws out a a, what she thinks is a zinger and it just goes down like a fucking lead balloon yeah (laughs) <laughs> and so the final one, we got Liz Warren, and I, I think we all know where I'm going with this, Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. Liz Warren, she's with got her. a plan for everything, just yep. like Andy Reid. He's going <laughs> to adjust. He's got a plan for every kind of defense you throw at him. 
She's taken the deep shots, you know? Wealth tax. Fucking Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's go deep. Let's not try to fucking putter around the field like we're Joe Flacco. Let's go long on policy. And the only <laughs> fatal flaw in Elizabeth Warren's candidacy, much like the Chiefs' candidacy for the Super Bowl this year, no defense. She's got no defense against the Native American stuff. Yeah. She can't <laughs> defend it, just like the Chiefs can't defend can't, the run. You can't. I yeah. mean, or the name that they have, or or the fact that <laughs> eighty thousand people do that. Whoa! Yeah, is this the week? Whoa. Like, you could compare this loss to when the DNS DNA test came out. It does feel like a like a setback. Yeah. But then she's gonna rise again in the polls, Slide like out. she yeah, has, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. phoenix. She'll she'll make a video called "I'm gonna get me a beer." And then everyone's going to love her again. Hey, she's folksy. Dang, I would watch that. She's yeah. a school teacher. You can. And I believe that is all the candidates. We're not going to get to Tom Steyer and fucking what's her ass. The I Tulsi think Mar Gabbard. Marianne Williamson is the Dolphins. Can we all agree on that? Let's though? just agree. Ooh, she fun. just believes in magic and, and fun and swimming. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your nod to the Democratic debate and to you, Travis Irvine. Let's go. Let's go. Zero and four, man. Let's go. Zero and four. Run again. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm the Browns of political candidates. All right. Let's uh let's preview week six. We're already get we're already at week six. Uh, let's just run through these games real quick. This Thursday game, double Super Bowl rematch: Giants at Patriots. Ugh. Yeah. Some great memories of watching those two teams play. 2008 and 2012. Uh, or 12, I think. yeah, one of those. 2012 with the Creek was one of my favorites, the Creek and the Cave in yeah. New York City. Because we just – it's so fun to watch Tom Brady lose. Yes. Especially when the Giants shouldn't have been in the playoffs like in the first place. Well, but now they really aren't good. Yeah, they are not going to lose this time. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady has a chance at losing this week. Yeah, the Giants, for all the Daniel Jones hype – Saquon Barkley is still hurt. They're at the bottom third of every category offensively and defensively. They're, they're not a good team. I know that they came back on the Bucks and they beat the hapless skins. But, um, yeah, this shouldn't be close. It will be interesting to see. I think Bill Belichick wants to, like, my, Jedi mind trick them into putting Eli Manning in this game. <laughs> Whether that means hurting Daniel Jones or just being up by 50 so Eli has to come in. I think he just wants to – humiliate him in some fashion we will never see eli manning again he will not be allowed in public life <laughs> they sent him to the wall yeah that does make sense but I, you short week maybe i i just dropped the patriots defense on my fantasy team you want to know why because because this is the coronation of one danielle dimes Ooh, the wow. danny the, this is the danny jones classic it's let, happening. Let the people know the truth. You didn't drop him. You didn't, or you didn't drop the the D. You traded them to me, along with Lashawn McCoy, and I and I thank you for that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> no problem. It's because I love you, bro. Love you too, man. I mean, whatever, dude. This game's about to fucking blow. All right, let's go to the Sunday games. Mm -hmm. uh, first Sunday, ten a.m. game. We have NFC South, Panthers at Bucks. The Panthers are on a three-game three win streak with, with Kyle no Allen Cam Newton, as, yeah. as their quarterback. And fucking Christian McCaffrey is setting the league on fire. Jesus. He's at the top of kind of every all-purpose yards statistic. Um, 
historically all time. This is the best like five game start to a season anybody's had. I can't believe that. I mean, we're gonna find out he's on PEDs or something like that, right? I mean, he's just he's super jacked. His arms are crazy. He's a tiny guy, and he's running through like fucking three hundred pound D lineman all day. I, I there's something there's something going on with that guy. He's yeah. got like a serum. And his dad, formerly in the league, you know he's got access to the new serums. Yeah. Well, I uh, agree with that serum take. Yeah. Big time. Christian McCaffrey on serum. Book it. <laughs> yes, coaches refer to him as a cyborg. They all say that. That's like his little in-house nickname. That's weird. And the Bucks just and fell down a- to earth. You know, they, they just lost uh, a rough one, and they couldn't get the ball at all to Mike Evans, which is insane. But they were, they're, they're just now they're just kind of throwing it a lot. And we said that's what they should do to win games. But, you know, it, it's going to be hard to win every game like that against good teams who can run the ball. And I feel like this is an obvious Panthers dub. Yeah. All right. Next game. This is the game of the week. Game of the year, I'd say. Skins at Dolphins. I mean. Two bad teams. This is so fun. One bad game. This is so fun. They both want to lose this game. I'd say they tie. Zero, zero. (laughs) It's going to be like soccer, baby. But they don't have good defenses. Yeah. So which is worse? It, it'll be a tie. It'll be fifty to fifty. Okay, great. <laughs> That's way more entertaining. You ever saw. That would be a great game. Jamal, do you, can you tell? Can you sum up the Jay Gruden era for us, if if you may? Well, for anybody who was online, if you were on any sort of football internet, you probably caught the video of Jay Gruden in front of a what looks like a pretty uh, centrally located sports bar. Smoking a Marlboro Light, talking to someone clearly 10 years younger than him. No one knows how young this woman was. And he just doesn't care about anything in the world. Just imagine. I I don't condone, uh, you know, uh, relationships that that seem off in a balanced kind of way, especially age-wise. But I can relate to having absolutely nothing in the tank. (laughs) <laughs> and just and just not caring what happens next, and just wanting to touch a girl's butt, mm. and and you'll say anything to her to make it happen. And he's he's just drawn up ways into her pants, like he's drawn yeah. up run plays for Adrian yeah. Peterson, coming up with terrible screen plays that never <laughs> work. And they never work. And then next year he'll be in Vegas. Yep, mm-hmm. assistant quality control coach for the Raiders. <laughs> Um, boys back how about, together like the Dukes. How do you feel about the 5 a.m. firing? Would you just not show up to that? You're fired already. Why are you showing up to the to go out respectfully? Fuck Dan Snyder. Well, you got to because contracts are involved. You got to play nice until the very end, I think. Because if he like, you know, if he no shows, they have grounds to not give him, you know, his last check or whatever type shit. You know what I'm saying? But if he shows up to that meeting with that girl smoking another dart and just being like, I'm going to sign this and then get back to fucking. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Claudia, wait for me in the car. I'm going to go handle this. <laughs> I assume her name's Claudia. Yeah. And by the way, I still think, just to wrap this game up, because it's it's a terrible game, we all know it, I still think a limp dick, no game Jay Gruden could kick the ass off of the Miami Dolphins right now. The game so, being in Miami yeah. is the most interesting part. I think Miami's going to win, bro. I That's think they're going to win. That's crazy. And I think, you know, we don't have a quarterback at all. Cole McCoy is 
that Start noise Haskins, as Just a player? Go, go throw caution to the wind. Haskins the versus Rosen. You can put Haskins in now and have him lose and throw for 198 yards or whatever. That was part of the reason Gruden got fired. Apparently, he he leaked that they were going to draft Haskins because that was a Snyder hand-picked uh, decision. Jay Gruden put it out there to try and steer the public away from the pick. And I mean, you just can't do that shit. I mean, what do you? If I know that, if we all know that, this happened. This is a very interesting game because neither team wants to win. Yeah, either. they're both going for the number one pick. So. I guess we'll have to see whose will to not win is stronger. I mean, he was sitting on the ground. There you go. You ever been talking to a girl in front of a bar on the ground? No. That's such a, oh. I've never been closer to this fucking dickhead (laughs) than seeing him sit crisscross applesauce to talk to a girl in front of the green turtle. (laughs) Next game, please. (laughs) Moving on, we have the Eagles playing at Vikings. This is going to be fun. The Vikings fans hate the Eagles so much. After we uh, ousted them at the uh, NFC Championship game a few years back. I don't know if you guys saw this. President Donald Trump called Kirk Cousins after the Giants game to personally congratulate him. What the fuck is that relationship? Wow. What is that? He's just picking new Tom Brady's all over. He's just trying to get a new – you know Trump. He likes to be buddy-buddy. He invited him to his rally that was that's in Minnesota this week. Uh, we'll see if he goes. Uh, but Kirk <laughs> Cousins, extra bulletin board material for our team, a team that was also uninvited from the White House after we won uh, the Super Bowl. So there's already political mix-ups with Kirk Cousins, the Eagles, the president. This shit's crazy. Did you see Stefan Diggs? Uh, somebody after the game was like, do you want to be in Minnesota? And he said, yes, I want to be in Minnesota. Wink. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Well, who wants to be around Kirk Cousins? When it comes to Kirk Cousins, when it comes to kids in cages, Kirk Cousins likes that. Yeah, I can't think of a worse hang either. He probably sucks after games. He wants to go to the worst restaurant. And he won't even throw you the ball. Yeah. Guys, what if we let's go to Chipotle. Again? Maybe. Uh, One thing on the Eagles, I was thinking about the best wins a team has this season. I think uh, the Colts at Kansas City. Fuck you. You have the Saints at Seattle and the Eagles at Green Bay. I think those are three of the best wins this season. And the Eagles have one of them. They're kind of getting a little healthier and playing well. And this is the first game in a three-game road trip for the Eagles against three good teams. Three uh, teams with winning records anyway. We're going Vikings, Cowboys, Bills. We'll see what happens at the end of this three-game run. Look, I, I, I love beating the Vikings. This will be a really fun game. Moving on, we have the Texans at Chiefs. Mm. Watson versus Mahomes. This is the actual game of the week. Um, Danny, talk to us about this game. Look, I would have been more confident about this uh, if we didn't fuck it up Royal last week at home. We are at home again, and that's an advantage. I don't know how much of one with all these injuries we have, but if Tyreek comes back, all bets are off. We obviously have no defense. They do have some defense. They also have a terrible O-line, which might make it a little less easy to run the ball on our defense. They played better. It was the Falcons, but they played better. 
I, they did, and I think at this point we're looking at one of those famed shootouts that you can just book for every Chiefs game besides this last one. I think we're going to have some kind of a 45 to 38 type situation. And honestly, I don't know who comes out on the good end of that, but I don't know. It just feels like Mahomes is not going to lose two in a row at home, and that is the only thing I have to go on right now. He's hobbled. He's a hero playing on a broken ankle. <laughs> Nearly severed off the bone, but made it work for the last quarter of that game just to try to give them a shot at a victory. They just they didn't have Sammy. They didn't have Tyreek. They might be getting both back. They didn't have their starting left tackle who is not coming back. We had some problems. We had some injuries caught up to us. That shit happens. Fuck you, Skip. We're going we're gonna to come right back. This is what we do. Skip. And in previous years with Alex Smith, I would have believed that the season was over. After a loss like that, I don't quite believe that anymore, thanks to the magic of Patrick Mahomes. He has kept me feeling like I don't want to kill myself. And if we lose this game, I will want to kill myself, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I say Chiefs. Uh, I don't want to – I'm not even worried about the offense. Yeah, you guys lost your top two targets, and the line is a mess right now. It's the run defense. I mean, this is the thing that's going to bl- – the teams are going to do what the Colts did and try and just – fucking hold on to the ball for 10 minutes a quarter and not let you be out there get a few lucky turnovers and that's the way that you, i mean you have to get a little lucky to beat the chiefs you have to take the ball away and then hold on to it for 10 minutes um, and it seems possible to run against this team so we had a lot of opportunities to score touchdowns in that game we didn't Lashawn mccoy fumbled on a screen that was going I mean, for 45 yeah. yards we could have still won the game Obviously, in brutally ugly fashion, we would have still won that game. But it could have happened if the offense had played better. So I'm not sure if that run, run, run strategy actually does work. Just ask the Lions. They tried it. Do we have anything to say about the Texans other than Deshaun Watson is incredible? They put up 55 points this last week. He threw five touchdowns. Weren't you hating on the Texans last week? I have never hated on Deshaun Watson. I think he's one of the best players in the league. Excellent deflection. Next game. (laughs) Moving on. We're going to Saints at Jags. Uh, Another battle of the backup quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater's looked great. I mean, he's 3-0. He's the highest paid backup in the league for a reason. Um, Michael Thomas hasn't missed a beat. He had 11 catches, two touchdowns, like 200 yards. Defense is playing great. I mean, this is one of the best teams in the NFL right now. I can't stand them, but they're fucking great. What do you guys think about the Saints? Saints are coming back, baby. They don't need Drew Brees because now they've got water under the bridge. That's right. I'm talking about Bridgewater. (laughs) And uh, I think he looks good. I mean, again, we're at a turning point, I think, in the NFL. All the uh, old quarterbacks are kind of showing their wear and tear. Um, that's why you have so many backups stepping up. And, yeah, you need a guy like Bridgewater. Um, you need uh, other guys who uh, have other names on other teams. Um, <laughs> but mainly you're going to need that Bridgewater. I think he's he's stepped up the biggest. I mean, yeah, I guess they tried to throw it downfield this week. The first few games they weren't really letting him do anything. I don't know if it's the offense not letting him or <coughs> him deciding not to, but they weren't really taking shots. They, they, they seemed to have figured each other out him in the receiving core and that's a problem and they got a really good defense they do it's interesting when you see by the way when you see like uh kurt menifee comes in with the game break and you see ted ginn catching a ball 
you know things are going well for the Saints offense. When he catches one of those long TDs, you're like, all right, everything's right with the world. He's going to catch about three of these a year and still be completely useless to you in fantasy. Jags don't have a shot? Jags don't have a shot this week? They always have a shot with Gardner Minshew's dad in the stands doing his dad stuff. Minshew played well even in a loss last week against the Panthers. They were – I mean, the Panthers were fucking going supernova with uh, McCaffrey, and Minshew was keeping it in the game. I don't know what's going to happen to Nick Foles, but as I mentioned to Dan Hartigan earlier this week, I believe Nick Foles has a chance of actually getting Nick foles having another quarterback come in and cuck him. Wow. It's insane. What it's, uh, The worm has turned. Yeah, the next volume of the porno series, the cuck gets cucked. Shout out Nick Foles, Super Bowl 52 MVP. And the ringless Carson Wentz. Next game, Seattle Seahawks at Cleveland Browns. Uh, we watched the Browns take a big old shit last night on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Travis, any words about watching that? Oh, they're going to get destroyed for sure. But this is good. This is humbling. I looked at the uh, Brown schedule just to make sure uh, I knew what I was talking about. And they got some tough games. They got Seahawks, then they got Patriots, and then I think they have one more that they're definitely going to lose. But from there, they play the Steelers twice. They play the Bengals twice. Cleveland fans are happy if you beat one of those teams once. <laughs> and uh, we play the Ravens again, too. So I think this will be good for them to drop, not just this one, but two or three. Freddie Kitchens gets sacked. They reshuffle a couple of things, but not to the point that they get worse. I think they will get better. But they're definitely losing to the Seahawks. You can put your money on it, baby. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, I'd I'd have to say, is the leading MVP candidate right now. Uh, I'm staring Danny Solomon in the face as I say that. Let's see. Mahomes has uh, 100 more yards, I'd say, but he has about 50 more pass attempts. Uh, They both have no interceptions. Uh, Russ Wilson has more passing touchdowns with 12. Mahomes has 11. Russ is also rushed for two. Um, the coaching staff and is better in Kansas City. They have more weapons. I know some people are hurt, but the the Seahawks almost call, the play calling is to the detriment of Russell Wilson, and yet he just makes shit happen. I mean, the guy's yeah. playing unbelievably. Well, you know what he doesn't make happen is is fucking. The guy doesn't fuck. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes can fuck. He fucked at the right time. Not at some fucking weird late stage post marriage time. Yeah, yeah, he only raises kids. No sex, but he will raise someone else's kids. That's great. Patrick Mahomes shacking up with his girlfriend. They're not even married. Wow. Guess what, Kansas? They're fucking in that house. What? No. My ears. <laughs> no. Uh, they're both capable of making magic in the bedroom and in the pocket, but Mahomes is hobbled right now. And Russ Willie, and there's nobody better uh, playing, I think, the position right now. Obviously, Mahomes' ceiling is higher, and we've seen it. Mahomes Russ is, is great. Russ Russell Wilson is ball. playing incredible football right yeah. now. He does have a, a, a beautiful deep ball. I will say that. Uh, last early game, Bengals at Ravens. Um, Danny, anything about the, the Bengals? They, they come back late in every game just to dick tease their fans. They haven't won Typical. yet. Typical. Uh, what's his name? Zach Taylor. Is that the coach? Zach Taylor. I think there's something there with that. I think he knows how to coach an offense, but you know, he doesn't know how to run a team or a defense or, you know, deal with older players, which is what he's dealing with. A lot of guys who've been in the system for a while and he's got Andy Dalton and, and Andy Dalton, I think is just auditioning for, you know, uh, the Redskins job or perhaps, uh, 
I don't know, the Broncos could use a quarterback. Somebody who's going to need a quarterback next year is going to come calling to Andy Dalton, and he's the Red Rifle is going to answer that call, and he's going to show up, and he's going to do what he does, which is you know wait until the fourth quarter to throw for 250 yards and three touchdowns, and he's he's going to be useful in fantasy and hurt Cincinnati even more deeply. Nothing def- like makes my case for abolishing fantasy football more than Andy Dalton's <laughs> effectiveness. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's two games he's had single digit passing yard first halves. What? That, that lends credence to your theory about first halves not mattering. And then the dude, how? I don't know. How is he not even being talked about getting benched? Is he always is it, it's because it's, it's the Bengals, that's why. Do they even have a second quarterback? Is there a backup down there? Uh it's a guy from Kentucky. Uh he's a farmer. That's it. That's who we got. <laughs> he's got a dude from across the border. Yeah. And it's the same reason why my stepmom doesn't leave my dad. There are just no better options right now. You know? <laughs> sure. You can't Boom. you know that Roasted you know stepmom. what you're getting. You can live with it. You know it's not that great. <laughs> And you know it doesn't uh, show up unless it absolutely has to. Oh my god! Keep but the burns what else coming. is out there? You're too old. Yeah. What are you going to turn turn away from this now? Yeah, it it bring it brings flowers once every two years just to keep itself around. Um, Ravens, uh, Ravens, all yeah, the way Ravens big. Uh, and I'll just say again, as an Ohio person growing up for football, you either pick the Bengals or the Browns, which is like picking between. Mouth herpes and genital herpes, <laughs> and that's why there's so many Ohio State Buckeyes fans. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I would have to go with genital herpes because at least you oh, can't all day. see it. When you you're can't see him, right? <laughs> you want to go against the grain on that, uh, Jamel? You going mouth? Oh, I'm going mouth herpes here, everybody. All right. Show mouth the world. herpes Hot by take. 14 this weekend. <laughs> Watch out! I'm picking a Breva as my uh, <laughs> as my flex. That's true. You do have the Abreva. You, you put, my chapstick you know, your put face. it right on there. Also, mustache. Just grow a mustache. That's a fun way to. <laughs> mean, they gotta. Why? Just like, don't even let good teams play trash teams. Let's just cut out uh. half the year and only let the good guys play. Week one is a diagnostic test, and everybody who doesn't look prepared for the season is sent down, and they have to play community college football. You don't That's, get to play football with the big boys anymore. The fucking Ravens defense is killing people. <laughs> Earl Thomas, they removed a man's face mask. Dan Hardigan said, Mason Rudolph looked like Mega Man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, the yeah, the backup quarterback for the Bengals is actually genital herpes. Uh, moving oh. on to 4 p.m. Who games. Who is a farmer from Kentucky? Like Who is a farmer from yeah. Kentucky? 4 p.m. games, 49ers at Rams. Niners 4-0. That'll be a good game. Rams 3-2. This is a, a very good game. The Niners O-line and D-line dominated uh, that Monday night game. Uh, the The real thing, question mark still with the Niners is Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, he hasn't trailed in games or really had to make big plays. They haven't asked him to do too much. And uh, it'll be interesting to see when he's tested. Jimmy Garoppolo, the Four new hurts. Alex Smith, the game manager that gets things done that you know t- solves the case just like Columbo, just like Mannix. I don't know. He just kind of methodically, slowly follows the clues down the field until he gets you into the end zone and you find out who the killer is. And we love to see it, bro. Come on, man. Game management is super valuable. 
And I can't think of a better opponent. I mean, I, I fucking Jared Goff ain't scaring nobody. Their defense is looking a little different. Once they started putting Aaron Donald in the commercials, things mm. changed. He was hungry before he got that commercial money. And an uh, underrated loss in the offseason was Ndamukong Sue is not on that team anymore, and I really think it's affected the D-line play. Um, yeah, that's going to be a great game. That's the first afternoon game. The saddest game on the schedule <laughs> is the Falcons at Cardinals. Oh, uh, what's that? What's that sad? It's two lovely birds. Two with lovely avian birds. flu right now. One lovely win between the two of them. Yeah, the Falcons. Ah, Jesus Christ, blow it up, blow it up here and now. It's getting bad and it's getting worse, especially after they lose this road game to Kyler Murray. Oh no! Ah man, who is like, you know, he's looking fine for a rookie. Things are good. I, I just don't understand how it happened. Yeah, Tevin Coleman is still. The, a guy who is on the 49ers. Oh, wait, who's, who's their back? And what am I thinking of? You got uh, Devontae. Devontae. Yeah. They, their skill players are still very good. I don't get it. Their skill players are very good. I don't get it either. And the offense isn't the problem. They put up, I think, 33 points or something like that. Dan Quinn is the defensive mastermind behind those Legion of Boom Seattle Seahawks teams. He's the head coach. He took over play calling this season, and the defense has just gotten worse. I mean, you can't be a defensive mastermind and have the worst part of your team be the thing you're known for. Um, yeah, the Cardinals got their first win. They look so delighted. I don't believe they'll get their second win in this one. I think they. I think the Falcons are playing a little bit better. And you got Julio Jones going up against a bunch of rookie cornerbacks. You don't have Patrick Peterson because he's on suspension. So somebody's going to have to double-team Julio Jones. It's going to be a couple of new dudes, a couple of backup dudes. And Julio's just going to sky over them and have one of those weeks that he always has that makes him, you know, really, really seem like he's back. He's going to have one of those 200-yard games, two touchdowns. He's going to dominate, and then it's just going to keep the fucking Falcons family together for another year. And, you know, when are we getting, I th maybe the problem is Future isn't rapping about them anymore. Why would you? I mean, but they need the energy. Yeah. I understand you saying, why would you? Because they're bad. But, you know, someone has to break the cycle of negative vibes. Why don't you make a plea to Future? Future, mm -hmm. if you're listening. He's listening. You know, I'm sure you're leaving the Gucci store right now. They probably opened it for you after hours, whatever country you're in. Um, before you call the next hot thotty in your phone, take a second. Think of another verse. Julio Part 2. We haven't heard from Young Scooter in a while. And I think this is a great time for uh, the uh, uh, the Little Mexico gang, the Black Migo gang, to come back. Uh, free bands. Uh, Scooter, we love you. Uh, please make a song. The Falcons need it very bad. Uh, Arthur Blank. How about this? Mm. Let Arthur Blank make the beat. What? Ooh. Don't just mention him this time. Have Arthur Blank produce it. Wow. Maybe even make it a Dan Quinn diss track. He looks like a fucking idiot. People <laughs> respond to diss tracks. Do whatever you want. Just just give them your musical genius. Future, we need you. Jay Gruden needs you. The man's sad. Oh, that's real. He's listening to a lot of Future right now. Yeah. 
some of it against his will, but he's getting into it. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have the Cowboys at Jets. Uh, the Cowboys got a little red arrow pointing down. They were down 31-3 to at home to the Packers this last, this last week. You know, I know they crawled back into it. They Look got some you. breaks. I don't I love know if, this. Oh, I love, I love it. Thirty-one to three against a, a Packers team the Eagles just beat. Felt good. Felt really. Good. Did you guys see uh, Zeke's nose rings? So he has the, like the little like the little bowl one. What's that ring? Lebray. Sure. The no, Lebray. that might be wrong. And then he has a stud, and then he has another one. The guy has three plus nose rings. It's getting out of control. I don't know what else to say. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, how do you breathe? Septum. Septum piercing. You yeah. breathe better because you got more holes. That's my bad. <laughs> Don't you know how this stuff works? Yeah, fair enough. I did forget how holes work. <laughs> you have to aerate when you're a running back. I think the Cowboys are going to easily win this one. I don't think anybody disagrees with I that. I mean, the so. Jets lost to the Browns, so. Yeah, you got to have it. You might have that smile on your face, but it's not going to be for long. Jamel's guy, Sam Darnold, is back this week. There's so. no way. That spleen has not gone down. That spleen's got a fever right now. <laughs> and the only cure is more fever. <laughs> we missed talking about that that Monday night. That's got to be like we need that to be like our Avi on Twitter. That screen, you know how they like profile players on Monday oh, night, yeah. and it it's him like flexing, looking really cool in front of the camera, like with his arms folded. It says Stan Darnold out with mononucleosis. <laughs> 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 he like looks like a badass. It looks like an ad for mononucleus. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know, man. If he's actually back, he ma- doesn't eject shot. shit. He's not that good. The Jets just don't have it. They didn't have it when he was in the game in the first two games of the season, and they don't have it now. They're not going to be able to win with or without Sam Darnold. But I don't even think he plays this week because he's got to come back all the way. He said it himself. I don't want to die out there. It would be. You know, it would be an interesting turn in the football season if we saw a man's spleen explode on the field. Yeah. But what, I don't think that the, the trainers are going to let him go out there until yeah, that spleen's the deal? all the way back. Because he just doesn't have mono anymore? Or, or has he practiced? I, I mean, technically, t- you always have mono after you have mono. It's always in you. Whoa. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a spleen fever. It can come back at any time. I'm the biggest Jets fan in the world this weekend. They were embarrassing this last weekend. They gave up 10 sacks. Luke Falk was atrocious. Should have got shut out. Go Jets. Uh, just, check, just check Sam Darnold's glands before you take put him in the game. That's all I'm saying. Check his lymph nodes. Last late game, Titans at Broncos. Uh, this is one I hope to not watch one second of. That would be nice. This is Jamel's team. You want to talk about the Titans? I mean, look, I don't have much to say. Uh, I don't like watching the Broncos. Joe Flacco can kiss my ass. Uh, you know, Teen Titans, uh, we, uh, you know, got a dub. What are we, one and one in the last two? Two and three, They two just lost overall. to the Bills. They just lost. So, yeah, you know, wait, we're still hanging around. We'll be floating at 500 after this one. I'm just going to try to give you a Mike Vrabel quote in uh, uh, DeBear's voice. Our goal us uh, to improve every day, uh, to put guys in position to help this team and to play with great effort and fundamentals, and most importantly, not have a heart attack. <laughs> nice. Well Shout done. out to Bernie Sanders. Did you see the Titans kicker missed 
four field goals. Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos. Good kicker in KC, and then we just dropped him for for the butt kicker, Harrison Butker. Is Cairo the bad guy from Spyro the Dragon? <laughs> yeah, Is that the guy Spyro. he had to fight yeah. at the end? He's finally f- defeated. Yeah, I didn't finish Spyro the Dragon, so I don't know who the bad guy was. <laughs> so every every kick Cairo missed, uh, it would cut to the, the Bills coach, Sean McDermott, and he would pound his chest, kiss his fingers, and point up to God like Sammy Sosa. He thanked God every missed field goal. It was pretty cool, I thought. <laughs> and it continued to work. And it continued to work. Praise Jesus. Um, yeah, this game sucks. Yeah, the Broncos just came off a win against the Chargers, which was very useful in my division. And I praise them for having the fortitude to go out there and play good defense against Phillip Rivers, knowing that you have no reason to continue on with your season. Thank you, Broncos. You you did it for us, and we really appreciate it. And we'll make sure to not kick the shit out of you and Joe Flacco too hard in the future. Sunday, night game, Steelers at Chargers. Um, this one, kind of a turd, but two interesting teams. I mean, Mason Rudolph probably is not going to be playing. He took one of the scariest hits we've all seen in a long time. The, his soul left. His soul left his body. He had to walk off the field like that, not because he was a hero or proud, but the the cart, the medical cart, didn't work in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys saw that. This guy's soul left his body, and they still he still had to walk off the field. I'll tell you who's not working in Pittsburgh. The steel workers. They're not getting the jobs. <laughs> wow. The unions are breaking apart. We need to do something. Right, right. Trav? Come that, on. That's right. And the only way to do that is to get your medical carts working again. And that's why I'm here to plug uh, my new line of medical carts uh, made exclusively with Pittsburgh Steel (laughs) in China. Did you guys see Ben Roethlisberger was fined $5,000 for wearing an Apple Watch on the sidelines? Good. Anything bad that happens to Ben Roethlisberger is fine with me. Yes. He went to university. No, he went to Miami University in Ohio. Um, had sex with multiple women, some, I believe, even uh, consensually. Oh, uh, I'm interesting told. factoid. Yeah, no, the man is a piece of human garbage, and yeah, find him, find him even more money, and then, well, he'll probably get another watch with it. Uh, <laughs> it was some type of watch deal. They're playing against the Chargers. I don't know if you guys saw this after the game. Uh, Chargers coach Anthony Lynn apologized to the city of Los Angeles. I don't know. That's where we are. Yeah. And where the Chargers are. I don't know if the city of Los Angeles, how much they care about the Los Angeles Chargers. We all we all accepted. I didn't take it personally. I accepted the apology. I enjoyed the game. I thought it was great that he came out and apologized to us because, you know, if you watch that game, you definitely felt like uh, crap, as you should. It's like it's basically like eating an Arby's meal watching that game. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and you just kind of, you know, you have that, you, you have that feeling as a coach, like your response. You need to take, you need to take it all on your shoulders. Otherwise, you're not being a cool coach. You need to say it was all. It all comes back to me. The buck stops here. Well, if you believe that an entire city gives enough of a shit about you, which of course they don't, because we, if the, if you're living in L.A. and you're an L.A. football fan, you like the Rams. But if you want to apologize to the 17 people in L.A. who love the Chargers. Take it on yourself, man. Go for you, Anthony Lynn. Do it. Do it your way. Wow, that's uh, that's very uh, emotional. Um, are there any LA teams that 
people actually care about here? I mean, I feel like the Dodgers are, are one. Lakers. Yeah, Lakers and Dodgers. Dodgers. And that's about it. USC football, I'd say, is the the real football team here. Right. That people care about. Then um, Sparks, then Rams. Sparks, Rams. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Galaxy. Oh, right. Yeah. LAFC. LAFC. Oh, yeah. Soccer people, teams. But I'm convinced mm-hmm. that the team is paying those people to dance around for the entire game. Oh, the Because that's their whole thing. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, the crowd never sits down. They're pumping Molly in there, bro. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Oh, yeah. I went to one. It's a great It's a great rave. It <laughs> was really fun. I, I've been as well. Uh, last game, Monday Night Football. Lions at Packers. This is a good game. That'll be a good game. NFC North battle. The Packers... That's the best division in football right now is the NFC North. They're all above yeah. 500. Um, they are all have really good defenses. The Lions could have beat the Chiefs the other week. Very true. Um, this is a good game in Lambeau. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I've honestly only been thinking about that picture you sent me of Aaron Rodgers with the extra big head. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. Dude, so good. <laughs> I can't think of that cartoon. Who's the alien? The Great Kazoo. Yeah, I think that's the Great Kazoo. I was just trying to look him up. Thank you. God, Great Kazoo vibes. Oh, it's a huge. That's a great picture. Yeah, you guys got to use that. Include that in your language. How do you? (laughs) Dan texted me that at like nine thirty in the morning on Sunday, and uh, it brought me so much joy. (laughs) If you need, uh, if you're looking for a pick me up, find the picture of Aaron Rodgers with the big ass helmet. And, um, I mean, God. That G on the helmet is for Great Gazoo. Yeah, can't wait for this game. <laughs> this is actually going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. And the Lions, I mean, the Packers are going to win, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun ride. You've got mail. Our new office administrator, Aaron, just, just came in and dropped off a whole heap of mail. Um, do you guys want to sort through this stuff? Do you want to read a couple? Those questions, yeah. Yeah. Jamal, do you got one? Do you want to do the first one? I got a quick one. I just got one. I got one from um, from Don Snow. Oh, wow. From uh, Winterfell, Wisconsin. Uh, hey, what's up, folks? Big fan of the show. Uh, you might not know me. You may, you may know my cousin, John, who gets all the credit for the things we did together. Uh, if you have John's contact, please tell him to quit ducking my calls. Um Quick question for you guys. Uh, the NFC North is the best division in football. Who do you have winning at the uh, six-week mark? Who do you think is going to win? I'm saying Green Bay. I mean, going into Dallas and building that kind of lead is is uh, impressive. People have been screaming at them to run the ball with Aaron Jones all season. They finally do it, and it works perfectly. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to just sit back there and play actions – and just have all the time in the world, they're going to be good. Their defense is better this year. Uh, the Bears are, you know, a little bit flawed. The Vikings have Kirk Cousins, and the Lions are the Lions. Danny? You know, I can't go back on the ravings that I had earlier about uh, the Green Bay Packers being Amy, Amy Klobuchar and falling apart at some point in the season. It's just it doesn't seem like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's the myth of Aaron Rodgers. He's, he, you know, Devontae gets hurt. And he plays pretty well, and his receivers, you know, they he's not really relying on them. He's more relying on this running game and short passing game. And, you know, that just doesn't feel Aaron Rodgers-y. 
And I feel like at some point that's going to get figured out. He's not going to be able to do it the old way. The defense, you know, they'll have injuries. Things will happen. Put me down as a, as a Green Bay skeptic and as a possible Lions truther. Watching them in that KC game, but also a couple of the other weeks, Stafford's playing like Rodgers should play. He can throw the deep ball. He's got Galladay, who kicks ass. He's got Marvin Jones, who's very good, number two. Kerryon Johnson, better line up front. And, you know, Slay comes back, and you've got a decent defense. I think they might actually have the best combo of things to take care of all of the other NFC North teams. We'll find out. But I might have to say the Lions. Hold my pencil. Matt Patricia is real. We made fun of him. And now we're going to come to regret it, as all all people do when they throw shade at, at true geniuses. Do you guys, uh, Jamel, Travis, who you guys got in that division? Real quick. I mean, well, the answer, you guys have the top, my top two picks, but I'm going to say the Bears just to be different. Uh, Khalil Mack is the best uh, football player to ever live, and they're, they're going to find a way to get one of these uh, slightly above mediocre quarterbacks out of purgatory and come save them before the year's up. Andy Dalton. Any of them. Take your pick. Cam Matt Ryan, Newton. any of these fucking idiots, <laughs> take your damn pick. Also, look at what the Bears just did in London, England. Shout out London. Right? They showed those uh, British people what football really is. Losing football since they <laughs> lost to the Raiders. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> I mixed up my scores. <laughs> That's what happens in London. You get They drive on the wrong side of the road. It's, it makes it difficult to see what the score really is. It's in it's in Greenwich Mean Time. Danny, Danny, you have a piece of mail. I do, and this is a this is a fun little letter. You know, sometimes we get letters from from celebrity listeners. Uh, so here we go. Guys, love the show. Big fan. I just need to get this off my chest. I am very disappointed in this season for the Dolphins. Tanking is never the answer, and the fans deserve better. But I find myself not only losing faith in the team but also the city itself. As a result, I've made the painful but necessary decision to disassociate myself and my name from the city of Miami. Signed, Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Wow, no oh. way. No longer Mr. Worldwide. He is now Mr. Worldwide minus Miami. Whoa. Oh, he denounced Cuba and the Dolphins? It's tough out there. You can't you can't watch that team. It's it stains the whole city. I get it. I get it, Pitbull. As long as Trick Daddy's still down, it's fine. They'll be fine. Trick ain't going anywhere. You got to understand, Trick loved the fins. Oh, nice. Right out of my mouth. Nice. Uh, Travis, do you have a piece of mail? I do actually. I have a, okay, a yeah. very emotional letter here uh, back from home. <clears throat> uh, dear guys, big fan of the show. You probably haven't heard or seen of me in a few years. Um, that's because I'm from a, a different sport genre entirely. And although I come from the world of baseball, I am writing on behalf of many people who want to see a few things change in football, namely two of the favorite teams of two of your most beloved anchors. Danny Solomon, please tell your hometown team to change the name of your football team from the Chiefs to anything else. Tell the thousands of fans to stop doing whoa, 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 whoa. And to you, Jamel Johnson, please tell Gruden and anyone else associated with the 
Republicans in Washington, you tell them to change that name. Sincerely, from Cleveland, Chief Wahoo. Damn, dude. Wahoo coming right at us? And he wrote out the woe thing? Yeah. That's crazy. That it was, was very long out. in this email. Good God. I mean, not wrong. They should both just be called the Warriors. It should be the Kansas City Warriors and the Washington Warriors. I would love that. We'll I think just Chief lock Wahoo it down. would love that. Yeah. You're going to have to tell a lot of really stupid fat people what to do. <laughs> And I think, as Travis knows from having run a political campaign... It's impossible. <laughs> All right, uh, I got one piece here. It's, I don't, know, it, it's, I don't know. It looks like it got bounced back from D.C. It says, um, Dear Mr. Snyder, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice entire seasons in detention for whatever it is we did wrong. But we think you're crazy for making us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain, a former athlete, a basket case, a princess, and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Rats Club. Signed, Jay Gruden, Mike Shanahan, Jim Zorn, Steve Spurrier, and Marty Schottenheimer. Yikes. Wow. It's just devastating. <laughs> going to coach in Washington is worse than Saturday school or detention. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine getting overpaid to have somebody make you do things wrong. How confusing it must be <laughs> and frustrating. We're going to clearly overpay you, but you have to do everything I say and you can't oppose me in any way. And you have to watch your family burn to the ground, basically. Oh, <laughs> if I say it, I'm overpaying you to step back and watch me hit your kid in the face. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts this week. I was going to just give a shout-out to the Saints and Panthers going 3-0 with their backup. The Raiders went 97 yards in the fourth quarter late in that London game to beat the Bears. I mean, this league is fucking crazy. It's unpredictable. We can't – nobody can guess what's going to happen, and I think that's part of why we keep watching, even though we hate this shit. Danny? I just want to give a quick shout-out to Chris Jones. Get well soon. Uh, he is our interior D lineman who is maybe our only good defensive player right now, and he is hurt, has a groin strain. He's week to week. That means he's going to be out for 75 years. Our run defense was bad before. I have no idea what it's going to be now. Please do whatever you can. We get get some kind of stem cells up your up your groin in a in a syringe or something. I don't know what you have to do. Go to a shaman, figure something out because we need you on the field. You're also just a cool dude, huge fan. Come do ridiculousness sometimes, Chris Jones. <laughs> some of us work there. Travis, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts uh, are this. Baker Mayfield, keep getting that commercial money because uh, it makes every time a 300-pound uh, anybody just tackles you, sacks you, takes you down, it makes it that much better for everyone else. Um, and uh, I can't wait to uh, hang out your sweet pad in Cleveland. I'll be there in a, a few weeks. Looking forward to hanging out. Jamel Johnson, final thoughts on the week. Uh, lo love the ones you're with. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Um, go Mystics. And Jay Gruden, if you're listening, just 
you know. Let's hang out. Don't start drinking lean, you know. Do whatever you have to do to get through this. Don't catch, don't, don't let me catch you on TikTok. With Claudia. <laughs> Trying to do the, the shoot dance. <laughs> don't, don't do it, man. Don't pick up the Fortnite controller, man. <laughs> get out of there, man. Start working on yourself, bro. Read a book. I know reading sucks. <laughs> I know reading sucks. But try it out. You seem like you're at a point where only books can help. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And as always, we're sorry. Sorry. Very sorry, sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry. <laughs>